Hello, this is Janet Gallen, Love Letters Live. And today's guest is somebody who you may know, those of you who live in San Francisco and taken part in this woman's walking tours, Nancy Botkin. Nancy, I'm going to go right to you to say hello and just tell a little bit about your walking tours, what you cover and how you might as well say how people can join one. All right. Yeah, well, I do most of my walks um under the auspices of WalkSF, which is my favorite nonprofit. It's a pedestrian advocacy group in the city. Oh. And my husband co-founded it um, like 20 plus years ago, 25 years ago. And so that's how I kind of got my start was they do the hard work of um, making sure that the city is safe for pedestrians. Yes. And Oh, let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I wanted to bring the joy, you know, because it's hard. It's hard work, and and they're the ones who get notified if there's, um, you know, a horror, a tragedy, and so we also need um. What am I trying to say? The joy of walking. We 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 need to um, celebrate the joys of walking. Okay, let's let's talk about the joys of walking for a minute because I'm very late to that. I'm a Los Angeles girl. We didn't walk at all. I'm so people, I hear. Pardon me. So I've heard about L.A. <laughs> yes, yes, and it it just anyway people do now, but I learned the joys of walking only when I got a dog and I had to take it on a walk like four times a day for maybe a mile or so, because all he ever wants to do is walk and run. And I know that both my daughters love walking, which is how I met you because Juliana is part of your friendship and walking tours. So what are the joys of walking? And while you're at it, I'm guessing there's some real health benefits socially and cognitively and what? So I've read, you know, I, I'm not an expert on the health benefits, but I do love every time I read an article, you know, that says like, you can stave off Alzheimer's by walking X number of miles a week. Or 11 minutes a day. Okay. Uh -huh. Oh, okay, great. Well, um, that I think is great. But um, for me, I like walking. Oh, first, I, I, I just, I've just always liked walking. Like when I um, was in college, I think was when I really started walking a lot. And where did, really, where did you grow up? I grew up in, in on the East Coast in Massachusetts and New Hampshire. And then I went to university um, in Berkeley, at Berkeley. Mm -hmm. And we had to walk to school at, at in Berkeley. And um, I found that... Um, I really liked exploring the city that way. So because you see more things than you would in any other way? Yeah, and I know for myself, it helped me deal with the stress um, of being in college. I've always noticed that taking a walk and talking with someone is nice. I think some people, you know how sometimes when you're in a car driving, you can have a really deep conversation with the, if there's just two of you in a car mm -hmm. and I feel the same way about walking like if you're walking with a friend and <laughs> you can go for a lovely walk and before you know it you know you've really gotten to know each other and talked about things that you might not talk about if you were just um I can understand that in the eye yeah let me ask you something also is pace important I mean you've got to have kind of the same pace to have a good walking partner I would think you know, that's true. I, I find I, um, 
I kind of walk a little faster than some people and I have to consciously slow down. Um, but I also find that um, the people that I end up gravitating towards walk about <laughs> walk about my speed. Yeah, and same size steps. So you can, you know, if your feet are the same, then you're mouth you can talk more easily to each other if if you're leaning over your shoulder hollering behind you it's not going to be much of a conversation yeah yeah and that's why I think walking as opposed to most other sports um is one that you can really talk while you walk right if you're biking there's that you know looking right, over right, right. I'm thinking skiing tennis like how how do you have a conversation when you're doing any of these that's other right that's right but walking so, is somehow in in sports now that I'm thinking about it, the the battle is the conversation. Oh, the yeah. Battle, the, the desire to, you know, trump and dominate. Uh-huh. And um, not true in walking. No, in walking, you are surrounded by a conversation piece. You know, there's, there's yeah. so much to talk about. Oh, I'm sure, even including, oh, look at that. I never saw that before. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So what, what made you translate this into tours? And by the way, I learned about you because where I live, I saw a woman walking up the street and she was holding something that looked some kind of instructions and she looked a little bewildered. And I said, can I help you find something? And she, she looked, and I saw she had something around her, some kind of a little placard around her neck. And I learned what it was. Yes, so that was the stairway. What, what made you decide to do tours? And well, what are your preferred areas? Yeah, it's been it's been a fun journey. Um, uh, I started doing um, regular walks, organizing, helping to organize regular walks for Walk SF, and um, we actually formed something we call the Walk Lab. <laughs> And um, it's it's just a team of people who go in research walks and try, you know, we try to map them out, then we test oh. each other's walks and we make sure that um, the instructions are easy and that there's nice things to see and we're not crossing scary streets. And that what, do you, what do you consider nice things to see? I know personally, I love plant, when I'm walking, I look at, I'm a botany freak. What do you... Well, I collect different things. Like so what? I, and especially, I think the pandemic, one of the positive outcomes for me of the pandemic was having to walk like the same neighborhood again and again. And so I would go out with a different um, collection in my mind. I, I like, I started out simply like, I'll look for circles. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and maybe I'll take a picture of everything that's a circle. And um, then I would, be looking. Does a circle mean circular buildings or circles drawn on the ground or circular flower beds or what? Anything, anything that was, and it made me really look. And I realized like the thing, and but this is my tendency. Um, the thing about me is I look for um, sort of the minutiae that might like undiscovered things. Um, and Juliana, our mutual <laughs> contact, she always teases me as about, um, she always says, oh, it's another Nancy notices things walk. Um, for example, she and I went on a walk where we looked for castles um, in San Francisco. You looked, you looked for what? Castles. Oh, castles. 
Yeah, we looked for castles and we discovered, we decided we're pretty loose with the definition of a castle, Mm -hmm. but if it has that, um, what's that stuff called? The Oh, yes. uh, Right. I know what you mean. Like where the guns used to go. Yeah, they they used to shoot the guns. And it turns out a lot of houses have this ornament of the... um, Oh, shoot. I can't remember the name. And some houses have like little turrets and stuff. Uh-huh. There are a few houses that are famously called a castle. In like San Francisco? Yeah, there's there's like three, three down in the Bayview, I think, two or three. Um, so we've 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 gone and looked for castles. So th- that that was one of um, uh, a favorite thing or maybe going to um uh steep streets and then we then I got pretty excited about stairways um oh yes we have a lot of those don't we yeah yeah, and then trying to um put together a walk that was as many stairways in as short a distance as possible and and that's um how I I think that's I think that's the one I saw where where people were kind of huffing and puffing yeah 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 and um that was such a wonderful time because, of course, it's a celebrate. All stairs lead to Russian Hill, right? I mean, there's stairs in all sorts of neighborhoods. Right. Oh place. yes, but Russian Hill has like it. They're so romantic and so um, it's so fun. And if you go just to look for stairs, you don't care that it's a dead end. So if you're trying to get someplace. Mm-hmm like you're going to work or the bus or whatever, um, you're not going to go down the dead end alleys. But if you're trying to look at stairs, that's the luxury is you get to go down the dead end alleys. And there's a lot of stairs in Russian Hill where it's like two flights of stairs and then it goes out of sight and you can't tell what's up there. And, you know, it's- There's a a staircase, correct me if I'm wrong. I thought this was- I can't begin to describe my joy, but there's a staircase in Bernal that goes up and then there's a slide that yes. goes down and, and people will take that slide down to the, you know, dressed in the briefcase. Tell us about that. I believe, isn't that the Esmeralda slide? Is it I don't Esmer- know what it's called, but I've seen it. Oh, yeah. I Maybe, I mean, like 20 years ago, I got taken on a little tour and taken down the newly, it, about, it was at least 20 years ago that they had just remod, revamped uh-huh. the slide. And I was, I couldn't believe it. Um, it turns out there is more than one slide in the city. There's those which some of your listeners might correct me. I think it's Esmeralda. And then there's also, I believe, Seward up above the Castro. There's another slide that goes so down. Playfulness on the way to work is just... So do you, do you take suggestions from people about walking tours? And how do you advertise them? How do people sign up? I still want to know that. Oh, all through Walk SF. And so I really... Walk SF, okay. Yeah, I really, it would be, yeah, if people are interested at all, please look at Walk SF and they have an events page. Oh, good, um, okay. And um, and then I also now do um, walks, self-guided walks um, for members every quarter. If you if you join Walk SF, you get a, um, a member walk, a little member walk that I've designed for... Um, to inspire you to get out. And it's something we, we found that people really liked it, especially during the pandemic. Right. 
Um, and do you, do you ever design walks like that include children of different ages or walks with dogs or any specialty kind of things? Most like of our, I think most of our walks are dog friendly, oh, depending nice. on the uh, interest of your child. They might be child friendly. Um, the uh, the stairway walks would be not stroller flat friendly by any stretch. Oh, for sure, yeah. But, but we do other, the, the, the stairway walk, it was pretty exciting because it was so extreme. It was like the Mount Everest of our walks. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we do a lot of, um, uh, I just actually, I'm just putting together a walk right now, connecting the three new parks, um, Francisco Park, oh. Park, and, um, Battery Bluffs Park. Uh, they all were opened in 2022 and they all have this beautiful view of the Golden Gate Bridge and everything. And so I thought, oh, that would be a fun day, you know. So and you, you really incorporate some historical learning into your walks too. Yeah, it's really fun to, um, whenever I see something, I try to write it down. And then when I get home, I Google it. Um, and it's amazing how sometimes when I'm walking with people, they'll say things like, oh, I've never seen this before. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you know about that house? And I'll say, let's write down the address. And then you go home and you get a whole story about it. Oh, you know? isn't that good? Okay, because sometimes you pass houses that are so fascinating looking. Uh, and I look in windows, I wonder how people live there. But let me ask you about this. Let's talk about pedestrians and pedestrian safety. Because that kind of cuts both ways. I mean, you know, I did something recently, something like one year, like 46 pedestrians were killed in crosswalks. Yeah, I don't exact numbers. I mean, the statistics it's are terrible. It's really terrible. And, yeah. Um, and yeah. What, what is I, I, get the, I get the professionals to be involved. You know, I'm trying to support their work. I don't. Per, uh, that kind of information just you know it I almost become frozen with oh yes it's frozen. you know I mean I've I've raised my kills you never when you're waiting to cross the street you do not stand right on the curb waiting for the light to change you stand back because you never know what fool is gonna you know drive you need to have all of your um right ears and everything available unfortunately there are a lot of things we can do to change the design of our streets and sidewalks um and that's what you know, the city planners are trying to do in a lot of places but what um, about educating the pedestrians and also on their responsibility to be courteous and uh, you know they, they got some bad habits themselves unfortunately yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I think the um difficulty is crossing against they're, lights. They're like, not right, you know, they're not behind the wheel of a you know two ton. Oh, no, I, I understand that the, the yeah. dangers there, but you know, for a pedestrian to be going on a walk and looking down at a device and just walking right across a red light. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know Yeah, I don't I don't know how to reach those people. Um, kind of education program all the way around would probably be wonderful. Yeah, one of the things that WACSF does is um, point out the most dangerous intersections of the city. Oh, good. What are they? I don't know. I think it's on their website. They have a oh, map. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then they target those areas. One of them is unfortunately 4th and um, 
the area around uh, the Caltrain station. And so the, a child was just killed there oh. in a stroller in the crosswalk with a green light. I know. And, and so, and that's a situation where no one was on a cell phone except maybe the car driver, right? And so, but um, it was a terrible, terrible tragedy. And um, one of the things I learned from attending the um, rally afterwards was that whenever you have a double turn right lane, it's extra dangerous because oh, you can't sure. see... The, the pedestrian thinks they have the clear, the uh -huh. car driver thinks they have the speed and they can't see the crosswalk. And so um, that's a situation where I would not be able to blame the pedestrian. For... So a citywide educational program might be really nice. I don't know, you know, that's not within your bailiwick, I say, but yeah, still. Yeah, it's really, yeah, it's, 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 it is. I'm not a city planner. I haven't studied um, street design. I love walking. I want it to be safe. And so I really want to support the group of people. Like, you know, they have a team of people who are yeah. concerned with the same questions that you have, you know, these are, these are the issues that they're working on. Um, and uh, so I've kind of done that with other parts of my life where, I know that I am not the one who's going to get up there and argue with um, City Hall. You know, I, I just don't have those skills. I'm kind of I'm not a good public speaker. <laughs> and so I actually give, like to donate money to people who, who will represent me. <laughs> oh, nice. OK, good. That's important. Let me ask you something, because I, I am largely about love letters or the power of letters. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned that you had found some. Yes, I'm in the middle of about those. Yeah, and at first, I'm, it's funny because at first I thought we were going to talk about a walk is like my love letter to Russian Hill, right? Um, we'll get to that. Yeah, okay, but I am reading. So um, my aunt, who's in her late 80s, is going through family letters and um, trying to pass on as much information about our family history to me. Mm -hmm. And we have this weird family that doesn't throw things out, including all 8,000 letters that they wrote between about 1900 and 1925. Oh, God bless them. People don't throw away letters, it turns out. Oh, my goodness. And, it, you know, they ended up in different trunks. And she's been everybody when they find one and find the trunk in the attic, they give it to my aunt. Luckily, she's an archivist. Um, so we have and it's been a really wonderful thing because we're on opposite coasts. She's in New Hampshire and I'm here. And so it's a way that we have been able to stay in touch. We are reading the letters that were written. Actually, we're working exactly on 1923 right now. And so it's really fun because it's like the letter was maybe read by one or two people in 1923, and now we're reading it. Isn't like, that something? It's a really special feeling. And so it's really fun. If you want to get into the romances. that I do. Yeah, it's fascinating. So what, what have you learned about your family that you never knew or never imagined? Well, I'm learning that the rumors were true. What rumors, may I ask? Yes. So <laughs> my great-grandmother um, fell in love with the man that she hired to design her house. Mm -hmm. After she, um, she was a young mother with two children. And already married? Already married, living a very comfortable life in um, Boston. Mm -hmm. And they hired this man to um, design them a beautiful house. It still stands today. And um, 
Uh, they they found they had a lot of connection. They were very, both real idealistic. This was like 1905. Um, and the um, he was married also, and the two couples started um, spending a lot of time together and um, spending time in uh, vacationing in New Hampshire together. Well, that man is the person my grandfather called his stepfather. Oh Even though they didn't get married for 20 more years, but they lived, they, they ended up uh, living together. Um, and so what happened to, what happened to her marriage? Well, I've always wondered, and we're still trying to tease that apart because um, it, it's fascinating um, to read the letters after they, um, when you can, you can tell when they first are getting excited about each other, like they're starting to feel like they're of one mind. And um, there's one where he's writing from the trolley in Boston he and he says I just couldn't wait sorry for my bad handwriting I couldn't wait to write you I just was so excited about what you said or our conversation and I had all these thoughts I wanted to share and it was as if like the sky was bluer and the world was everything was brighter and more optimistic you could feel you know something, there's there's something very sexy about the urgency yes yes yeah. And so they um, they were very passionate about each other. They proposed that the four of them um, try to have this like uh, intense friendship. They maybe I'm not exactly I can't remember all the details, but I did read all these letters from my great grandmother to uh -huh. the man about how she had these deep conversations with his wife um she tried to express how she loved her just as much as she loved him oh, and yeah. she wasn't going to yeah. take him away and um the wife was like i nope <laughs> i'm out of here and um it was a very uh, uh public divorce oh. in, and she, um they were all very modern people uh so okay so that's kind of a little confusing um but it was it's so it's been interesting to read the letters as they are really getting to know each other and my grandfather my great-grandfather he's continuing to communicate with both of them and my great-grandmother goes and stays with him in Boston and then comes up to New Hampshire with her new partner <laughs> Yeah, it's really fascinating. Um, it really is fascinating because, you know, there's that, there's that seems to me and recorded letters. And by the way, I just want to say whatever letters you write, indelible ink and good paper, because I, I you have, and I have copies of letters that were written, you know, in 1890. They're as legible today as they were the day they were written. Yes. Or yeah. And oh my God, this handwriting can be so hard to read. They part of his uh the charm of this architect, whose name was Hartley. Isn't that like isn't that a cute name? I mean it's a great name. So he signed all his letters Hart L Y. Yeah. Um uh yeah, I mean it was love letters all along. Um uh part of his like thing about him was he wrote on these tiny little pieces of paper in tiny little handwriting and he kept them in his pocket you know so he could just write when because mm -hmm. they didn't have cell phones so about the size of the cell phone well, actually this is exactly the size of his piece of paper and he wrote in tiny little pen and 
uh, only or pencil. He wrote in pencil, and only my aunt can really like. That she's, is, that's really lucky that they've survived in pencil. But I was going to say when you talked about his writing so suddenly on the bus, it 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 had the feel of I got to get yes. this. Uh huh. And you know what was also interesting? In those days, the mail came twice a day. And um, so they had this uh, Boston, New Hampshire lifestyle. They, um, they, my great-grandmother and Hartley moved to New Hampshire together to land that my great-grandfather had purchased. You know, and, and so it's, a, it's interesting what a agreeable relationship it was oh so i was gonna ask that because you say that and they still stay with each other and they go yeah his wife was out of the picture she went on to do her own thing and she became the most famous of the three um she was an early uh speaking of love and romance and babies she became um an early birth control pioneer oh good for her yeah and she um was Boston. that was really something though then wasn't it yeah, she went to jail um, for, well, for one night, but she did go like the, the Comstock law and everything yeah. tried to silence her. She was sending obscenity in the mail. So she ended up having like her own career and actually part one of the, um, one of the little tidbits about her was she was told that she couldn't have any more children, that that would kill her if she got pregnant again for, and um, there was no birth control information available to her except mm-hmm. abstinence. And some people suspect that that's why her husband left her for my great grandmother. Really? Okay. But we don't know. But you know, sometimes it sounds like there's kind of that feeling of, even though you can't be together, once you've loved someone, you've loved them for some reasons that are still existing. Yes. And my great grandfather, uh, um, when, when uh, his wife and Hartley died, they died of like within a few days of each other. He said to my, my grandfather came to him and said that um, his, that my great, that my great grandmother and Hartley had died. And my great grandfather said, I always loved your mother and Hartley was my best friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's just like the most beautiful thing that someone could say I agree um, I agree I hope that was yeah that was written down then too right is that I is, don't know if it's oh, written, I thought, okay I that, thought was verbal. That, that was verbal that was verbal that was oral history uh-huh. so that's, a good, that's a good point yeah but um, we have a lot of we have so much else of their passion written down about life and everything. So passion written down. I'm sometimes asked, you know, how how sexy can you be in a letter? to, And I say it's it's meant for one person. It's going to be read by one person. Be as sexy as you want. Be as graphic as you want. Well, what happens? You know, people find this letter, you know, just, good. Let them learn a little something about grandma. Yeah. It wasn't always an old lady. You know, it's interesting because like now we use emojis on the computer because all of our writing is on the computer and we want to insert a little bit of um, emotion, but they, they drew little pictures and they had their, they also used a lot of, they had a lot of, um, you might say inside jokes where um, they only spelled the word probably 
P-R-O-L-L-Y. Uh-huh. And they had a lot of um uh very a lot of cutesy or um sure. clever. It was very clever. A lot of their little I just came upon the word um uh someone was describing um a the new car and it had tuftitude like it was tough <laughs> you know so they they um uh, like, language hmm? secret language yes the secret language it's very charming right it's like always important like, let, let me ask you something let's get to your letter because you said i thought i was going to talk about my love letter to russian hill if you were to write a love letter yourself right now it would be to russian hill that's because that's what I'm thinking about. Because and I and I know you live on Russian Hill, and well, yeah. Now, to whom would you see? I think a, a real love letter gets mailed and received, as you are the witness to with all these letters in your life right now. To whom would you mail it? Ooh, who would I mail it to? Um, well, I guess I kind of wrote such a letter and I wrote it to the president of the Russian Hill Neighborhood Association. Oh, I was, that's what I was going to suggest, actually. Yeah, oh, you know, it's kind of funny because when uh, she contacted me, I just was like, at first I felt like, um, oh, should I be kind of formal? Like, oh, you know, and I couldn't help myself. I was so gushy. I was like, Good. Oh, do you realize that you live on the probably possibly the best block of the whole city? I, you know, I, you, you must, I hope, I assume you appreciate it. And she immediately, yes, yeah, said, yes, I know. I love where oh, I live. Good. Okay. That's wonderful. But I, I could not help myself. I just decided I could just be myself and just yeah. like gush to this woman that I, I never had met. And yet I already knew that. <laughs> I was in love with her hill. That's wonderful. <laughs> that is so perfect for a love letter and perfect where you sent it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was well received. And of then course. I had to visit her. And um, that was, and, and we just picked up as if we, you know, because with the, both of us had the same love. Right. Um, and uh, we were able to really share that joy. Oh, this is just exactly exactly what I love hearing about. Thank you for doing this with me. It's so nice to just hear about what you do and to meet you finally. And um, for sharing all this about, you know, your walks and what they serve and how valuable they are, what we get to see and just the joy of walking and about your family love letters. That is just pure gold. You'll you'll somehow organize them into one what book one scrap. My my aunt has organized them beautifully, and they will go to a local library in New Hampshire, which is great. They will get digitized. Okay. Um, and because they talk a lot about about a lot of other um, local issues. Oh, they, wonderful. They, they did. What's nice about these letters is they weren't just like, ho-hum, this is what I did today. Right. They were like, I have an idea about a new garment that would be much better for women to wear than the traditional dress with the corset. You know, so they, they were getting into intellectual things. Yeah. And, and they also talked um, in these loving terms about each other. and. Wonderful. I'm I'm hoping that maybe someday this book will be available to everybody. We'll see what, yeah, I think there's a book in there. Yeah. yeah. I do too. Okay. So maybe you'll work with somebody on that. I'd love to see it. Well, thank you, dear. 
It's been lovely That's talking you to you. I hope my whole, my crazy family story didn't get too confusing. <laughs> crazy family stories are confusing and they're wonderful. And we, we all have crazy family stories. If we take a look, I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. thank you. All right. So um, I'm going to tell you goodbye for now. And um, until whatever, however we meet again, I, I will look forward to that. Great, me. Yes. I hope to see you on uh, the Russian Hill Staircase. Yes. And if I ever get strong enough, I'll join one of your walks. <laughs> we can do a one just for you. No, no, no. I, I like group things. Okay. Bye. Bye.